0: Hi everyone and welcome to the Modern Blogger Podcast. I'm your host, Luis Urbano, and I'm joined by my co-host Anthony.
1: Hi hey everyone. Hope you're doing well.
0: So in today's um podcast episode, we are gonna be talking about how to find good ideas for blog posts. What blogger hasn't had that question in their mind on what is it that I should blog about next? What blogger hasn't gone through blogger's blog? I'm sure me and Anthony can probably relate to that. And I don't think there's a blogger out there that can say, I have never had a blogger's block moment. Right, Anthony?
1: Yeah. And if you say, I swear, if anyone says, oh, I never run out of ideas, you're full of it. Because (laughs) we all go through this, whether it's you're not in the mood, um, you don't, know what to blog about. It's just like with anything in the creative realm, whether you're a musician, a blogger, whatever, you're going to run out of ideas eventually. And the purpose of this episode is to show you how to find these good ideas. And I mean, I'll just jump right into it. The first thing is to read the news, which I mean, who really reads a newspaper or who watches the news? But what we mean by that is that news that is relevant to your industry or your niche and the reason you want to do this for one is to always be the expert in your specific industry or niche. In our last episode if you haven't listened to it I recommend you do but we kind of talk about how you can become a source for whatever industry or whatever niche you're in. The more you stay up to date with the industry for one you will become a source but you'll also be able to elaborate on things that are going on in your industry so for example i'm a musician spotify actually just announced that they are removing a feature called listeners under discovered on so if i were to go onto an artist's page i would be able to see what playlists they're on and how many people or how many streams they get from that specific playlist they removed that which is super important for me as a musician Because when I'm looking for playlists to pitch my music to, that's a very good indicator of who I should hit up. They removed that. And by me talking about that within my niche or within my industry, I, for one, become an authoritative figure, and two, I'm spreading the word. And I'm trying to come up with different solutions, which are all things that you can do in your respective industry or in your niche. If you work in marketing or if you're doing anything SEO related, there's always something happening, right? Luis?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Especially on the SEO world, things are always changing. And if you miss a week and you're not really looking at what's going on, then chances are that you may be missing out on like the latest technique that will help you rank higher. So definitely you have to keep up to date with that and always
1: read up on that. Yep, definitely.
0: So another thing you should really do is review your comments. I mean, comments are such a great source of inspiration for what to write about next because who better than your readers to tell you about what your next topics should be? I mean, if I look back at some of the comments we've received, I mean, basically the first post we wrote on blogging was, you know, the reasons why blogging is not a waste of time and the fact that we got so much comments on there and I really saw that there was a lot of interest in really knowing more about Different ways to help your blog out was really the reason why I thought it was good to be able to change the focus for C to A and helping bloggers succeed rather than just being like an overall blog. So mm-hmm. definitely your comments give you a lot of source of inspiration for blog posts. And if I look back at other blog posts that I've written here, so many people ask me stuff about SEO or they say that they learned something from SEO that is going to help their blog. And that's actually one of the reasons why I've started to write a little bit more on SEO. And if you guys haven't seen yet too, I actually wrote um, a blog article on SEO tips for your blog to succeed in 2020, filled with a lot of great tips that can really help your blog. So that's definitely, you know, a really great thing is to do that. So, I mean, have you gotten any comments that have inspired you, Anthony?
1: I've gotten a couple through C to the A um, for simple, which for those listeners that don't know, um, I do run another podcast or another marketing outlet called simple that is focused around music marketing. Um, I haven't received anything through there, not comments specifically, but through my Facebook group I have, which is another point that we'll talk about in a little bit, but for C today, definitely, um, just the comments that you get on SEO tips, or I think i wrote about, social media strategy that you should use uh, for 2020. I did get a couple of ideas that I've not gotten to write yet, but I definitely will. But to Lisa's point, definitely look at your comments. There's a ton of opportunity there, and who better to serve than your audience? It's one thing, and again, these are all other points. Sorry for getting ahead of ourselves, but um, doing Google searches, um, using tools like Ubersuggest, Answer the Public, or even Quora, Those are all general questions about your specific topic, but what better to answer the questions that your already existing audience is asking? You know, there's just tons of opportunity there. And when you write a blog post, or this is a pro tip, when you write a blog post based off of a comment, definitely respond to that comment and tell them, hey, thank you so much for this question. I actually went out of my way to write a blog post and I could not thank you enough. That way... You are making your your reader or the specific person who commented, they're going to feel very grateful that you went out of your way to create a post around their question rather than just responding to it. And I mean, if you go on our website, ctoday.com, Luis and I respond to every single comment that we get. But even if you go above and beyond and create a blog post around a specific comment, be sure to even go back and comment and reply to them the link to that article. Because again, you have really nothing else to lose. And that specific commenter is going to appreciate you that much more. And they'll probably have even more questions, which results in more content for you to put out. So nothing but benefits by reviewing your comments. And our next point actually is something that I kind of, you know, frequent. Um, I talk to a lot of people throughout my day at work. I talk to a lot of people online. Um, Your daily conversations with family and friends can actually translate into how you can actually find your next great idea for a blog post. Um, This is actually how C to the A came together. Luis and I would take lunch at the same time every day at work. We would have these conversations about marketing, about our local area, about college, about whatever. And I looked at him one day and I was like, dude, you know what? I'm pretty sure the stuff that we're saying would be really cool to have as either a podcast or a website. Would you be down to do that? One of us told each other (laughs) that I'm not taking credit for creating this, but um, one of us brought that idea up because the conversations we had were very in depth and very helpful to each other in our working relationship. And we kind of, again, we didn't know what we were doing in the beginning with C to the A. At first it was just, you know, another Yelp, another whatever, just recommending different places to eat. But after Lisa made that blog post about why blogging isn't a waste of time, it just naturally developed and we kind of found our love for helping others. Because that's what we do at work. We do consulting, we do marketing, we advise business owners, which that in itself is a huge compliment that business owners trust us enough to manage their business. Tell them where their gaps are, tell them their ROI and things like that. So I highly encourage you to pay attention to the conversations that you're having within your family and friends because you can then find that golden ticket or that next big thing that is probably right in front of you.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like like you you stated everything already too, but that's, you know, that's O C that A was born. So I mean, if we were born that way, like that's another way to find good ideas. And I think if people are already interested in what you have to say, you know, actually say uh, in person, then there's a good chance that there's a lot more people out there that, you know, you can help with whatever you're talking about already in person. So what better way than putting those words into to a Word document or into your um, blog editing screen and, you know, sharing along. So our next point is using Ubersuggest. And you guys have been reading some of my blog posts. You guys you guys will really see that I'm a big fan of this tool. But once you guys start using this tool, you guys will see why I'm a really big fan of this tool. Like, literally, this tool was actually made by one of our favorite SEO gurus that we tend to mention here a lot, but that's Neil Patel. But he basically bought this tool and basically almost like made this tool like something even more amazing than it already was. And something that Anybody could just jump on and start to understand in a really great um user interface too. So just to kind of give you guys an example here too. So if we were to search for say chicken recipe, and again, here we go again with the cooking references, I think we're oh, getting yeah. hungry again. <laughs> but yeah. if you were to search for that and say we were trying to search for like different questions around that topic or different really keywords that are being searched around that topic, well, You can search for that and you'll find different things, you know, such as whole chicken recipes, slow cooker, you'll find canned chicken recipe, whole chicken recipe, whole chicken crock pot recipes. So basically you'll find different ideas using this tool that will help you really be able to craft your blog post in a really great way, especially if you're trying to figure out, okay, well, I want to do a blog on X, Y, and Z, but what should some of those subsections look like, or what should I be covering? Or, you know, what should I make sure I'm covering because people are searching for this stuff? Well, basically this tool helps you like cover all that, whether it's questions you want to ask on your post, or if you're trying to maybe compare one thing to another thing, you can also check that here. Or even if you're trying to find like related keywords to that topic, because, you know, you might be wanting to write about one thing, but then once you go and look at the related keywords, you might find out that another keyword might actually have a higher traffic. So like to put as an example here with chicken recipe, of course, chicken recipe gets about 450,000 searches per month, but then there's also other things like breast chicken recipe or chicken recipe salad or, you know, chicken recipe and crock pot. Essentially, you know, you'll be able to really create a variety of different topics around just one keyword that maybe you were thinking of writing about or maybe your whole blog is on chicken recipes. Well, you have a bunch of ideas here to your disposal and you're able to find, you know, things that people are actually searching for. So that means that you'll also be able to get more traffic to your blog. So it's a really great tool. And, you know, beyond just using it to find more like different topics on what to blog about, you could also use it for just a bunch of other SEO things, you know, like doing a site audit on your page or looking at what other people that are ranking for your particular keyword are showing up for. So there's just a bunch of things. And, you know, we could dedicate a whole podcast to this too, which we might eventually actually dedicate one because that's just how amazing this tool is. And, you know, best of all, this tool is actually free. Like there's so many other places that charge for some of the features that Neil actually offers you like completely for free too. So definitely check it out. Again, it's on ubersuggest.com, but... It's a really great way to to get ideas.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, Uber Suggest has saved our lives at work more times than we can count. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll probably do an entire episode just dedicated to not just blogging tools to help your blog, but probably just one dedicated to just Uber Suggest because there's a billion different things that we could say about it. And with that being said, our next topic or our next point as to how to find good ideas for your blog post. Talked about it a little bit earlier, but Facebook groups are super rich with content ideation. And I can't stress that enough. And kind of how I alluded to finding different blog posts through um, Simple, I created a Facebook group called The Green Room, which that's just a place for artists and different industry industry people to kind of collaborate and, and join and just talk about literally anything, but Anytime someone asks a question in the po- in the group, um, I answer it, right, because that's what you should do if you're running a Facebook group. But you get a lot of ideas from groups that not only you manage, but groups that you're a part of. Um, Luis, I don't know the name of that blogging group we're, we're a part of, but there's a, a blogging community out there, and it, depending on your industry or your niche, you can just search for... It's um, actually it on Facebook. It's actually called. What is it called?
0: It's called Write Better Blog Better Writing Support for Bloggers.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, not a sponsor or anything. <laughs> We're just throwing them out there. But um, yeah, we found that group just for just by going on Facebook, looking for blogging groups, and we chime in there um, whenever someone has a question. Whether we don't do it in a spammy way to where it's like, "Oh, how do I do this?" and we just link to an article. We actually elaborate, we answer their question directly, and then we plug the article at the end. Like, hey, we talk about this a little bit more in depth on cToday.com. If you want to check it out, go ahead. If not, that's totally cool. But Facebook groups are really, really rich with content ideation because of the questions that people ask and you're right in front of them. It's one thing getting questions from your audience, but if you're trying to find different blog topics to post about Why not someone that has that same interest on your specific industry in that given moment, you know, because going back to the whole, if you're not on top of the latest industry trends, if someone has, if you see like a trend within the groups, like everyone is asking, how do I combat the newest uh, Google search algorithm? And you see a bunch of people asking that. Maybe you should do research on the new algorithm that or the new algorithmic update that Google did and write a blog post about it. And again, just depending on your industry and niche, but I'm always going to use marketing as an example or cooking, evidently. But you should always use those to your advantage to then come up with a good idea for a future blog post.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like there's there's so much things being asked that I mean, it's, it's like people are giving you the topics already essentially, too. And- Again, you know, kind of saying how how what you were saying, too, I mean, if you actually do happen to write a blog post based on someone's question, then, you know, you should probably go back and link to them and, you know, tell them, like, I actually answered your question, actually was inspired by your question to actually write a blog post on it, too, if you'd like to check it out. So I, I think people would really feel really great knowing that, you know, you actually wrote a blog post entirely because you saw them ask a question too. Like I think that that would be really awesome. Um, We actually also have a, a group of our own too called Blogging Support Tips and Post Shares. So if you guys would like to join it too, you know, again, it's open there. You guys can come in, ask questions. You can learn about some blogging tips and you could share your blog links as well too. So we want to create our own blogging community as well. So you guys want to check that out. That's where it's at on Facebook. So. Mm-hmm. Our next point here too is, you know, simply doing a Google search can give you so many good ideas too. So let me give you guys an example and I'm actually going to switch it up from talking about cooking to actually talking about dog food. So say you wanted to write a post on dog food. So if we did a Google search for dog food, you guys have probably noticed when you do Google searches, there's a section called people also ask, well, Google doesn't just come up with questions to ask. I mean, these are literally questions that people are actually asking for. So if I was going to write a blog post on dog food, I have a couple of questions here, such as what is the best dog food to buy for your dog? Maybe you could do a post comparing different dog food brands or what are the top 10 dog foods? Again, you could do a post comparing them there too and figuring out what ways am I going to compare them in or what is the healthiest dog food on the market? So you guys get the point too, but you can just keep doing searches on whatever it is that you really want to blog about. And I would probably try and limit limit whatever you do search on Google to maybe just like the main keyword or keywords, like just dog food. That way you're able to get more of those relevant searches or more of those relevant people also ask options to show up on there.
1: Our next point on here is going to be reading a book or a magazine, kind of going back into... Again, reading the news within your industry or your niche. Um, if you happen to, if you happen to be reading a book that is relevant to your industry, there might be some key takeaways that you get from it. And most people, unless you're an avid reader, don't have the time out of their day to read a book. So maybe you take one of those key concepts or those key takeaways that, for one, either you implement it into your everyday life, depending on what it is, or Again, I'll use a marketing example. If you read a book on marketing and there was a specific concept or a specific idea that you implemented into the real world, why not report on that and let people know what book it is? You know, Essentially, it's a review on a book, but at the same time, you are, again, generating a really good idea for a blog post. But you're also putting more information out there. You're serving your audience more and showing them how you are growing and why not allow them to grow with you, which is always awesome.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like, there's so many ideas that you can get from reading a book, you're reading a magazine relevant to your industry as well. Like, there's just so much inspiration there waiting for you that, I mean, you can get really a lot of inspiration there. And also, you're able to get some sources to add on your own blog post, too. So say, if you want to link back to a quote, you want to link back to maybe something you learned from a book, well, guess what? You can actually link back to it. You might be able to link back to maybe their Amazon page, and then you could probably get into affiliate marketing with that too, which that'll be the topic of another episode as well. But there's just so many things that can come about you reading a book. And I mean, at the very least, you'll get a lot of knowledge that, you know, you'll be able to come back and share with your audience too at some point as well. So really great our next point here too is using a tool called answer the public so that's answer the my favorite thing about this tool is that it's it's a little similar when it comes to uber suggest and that you're able to get so many different ideas and so many different things that people are actually searching for so again using the dog food comparison that we were using before um if you search for dog food like it starts showing you different prepositions around that word, comparisons, different searches that are done in alphabetical order, and then just a couple of questions being asked too. And then what I really like is that they take the approach of, you know, giving you the the why, how, are, when, can, will, where, which, who, what of searches too, so that you're able to get a variety of different things related to your particular keyword that you add on the tool. And it just gives you like... So many different questions that you can answer and you can potentially, you know, plug on your blog post and use them as subheaders because people are actually looking for these things. So by using them as subheaders, you're able to, you know, not only answer people's questions in a really good visual, easy to see, but you're also able to potentially capture some featured snippets on Google because, you know, let's face it, like voice search is growing more and more each year. and people are asking questions on these things too. And, you know, me and Anthony have actually done some of these experiments before on our own pages sometimes. And people are actually able to see some of the featured snippets based on us, you know, just adding a subheader with the question and then underneath the answer that really answers the question really well too. So, you know, use this tool to really be able to get ideas for that because, you know, at the end of the day, voice search is growing. But you should also be on top of that because let's face it, you know, one day voice search might be the most used searching option and you want to be that answer that people are hearing because if you're not, then your result might end up getting lost in actual, you know, desktop Google searches. So definitely something to consider and something to take a look at.
1: I agree with Lise too. More and more um, voice search is becoming more vital to not just SEO strategies, but just to People's everyday lives. I mean, Amazon is doing such a big push for their Alexas. You know, Apple invested a lot of money in their um, HomePod. We have Siri in our iPhones. Like, the list goes on. There's just so many different ways for us to utilize voice search. And even on desktop, too, there's a prompt for you to use voice search when you go onto Google. Like, They're not trying to hide that. They're trying to make that very, very important, and it is a very important part of your strategy. And like Lou said, we've definitely implemented that into our different client strategy and just for personal stuff on our websites. But with that being said, another point is to ask your readers. We've talked a lot about um, you know reviewing your comments. Your comments are a huge segue into many different things when it when it comes to blogging. But specifically for finding ideas for posts, if you Straight up, just ask your readers, whether it's through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or if you even make a blog post about, hey, like, what should I write about? seems kind of tacky, but I mean, you can. Who better to ask for recommendations than the people that are already reading your content? And at the end of the day, serving your audience is much more important than trying to get random strangers that don't know who you are to read your stuff. Definitely, we like to call it nurturing. You want to nurture your existing audience so that you can expand on that because if you get someone who frequently comments on your posts, someone who's always engaging with you on social media, that reader is much more valuable than just five page views for 15 seconds. That's going to hurt your, your bounce rate, you know? So definitely take advantage of the audience you have right now before you go out of your way to try to get more people to visit your website.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Your audience is really a great source of inspiration for any ideas. And, you know, like Anthony was saying, like always reach out to them and you could even ask them directly too. If there's some of the readers that you connect with on a day to day and, you know, ask them like, what are some of the questions that you have or what are some of the things that you're looking more to see on my blog? Because they might actually like something that you're doing a lot of on your blog. And that just means that, you know, you should probably try and do more of that because they're really enjoying that content too. So. Our last point here is to check Quora. So we're probably all familiar with Quora, but if you're not, Quora is uh, on Quora.com. But they're a really great question and answer website. So it's really filled with so many questions on really so many different topics that it's a really great way to find a lot of great ideas because people are already asking these questions too. And especially if you look at all the questions and you look at maybe questions that, might not have that many answers to them. Well, guess what? If you write a blog post on that particular question that they asked, of course, you know if it makes sense for you to write a blog post on that, once you finish writing it, you can actually come back to that particular question and then answer the question there for the person who asked it and include a link to your page. Chances are, you know, that they'll actually probably visit your website, And guess what? They might actually become a loyal reader as well, especially if you also mentioned that they actually like were an inspiration for you to write that blog post too. Like they'll really enjoy that a lot and they'll enjoy seeing the fact that they asked a question of Quora and someone actually went out of their way to create this really great post that really covered their question in really detail and maybe even answered other questions that either they didn't ask or maybe they didn't know they had yet too. So there's just so much potential that you have on Quora and it just doesn't just help you with getting your content ideas, but you can actually potentially get a lot of new readers through it as well.
1: Definitely. Um, I personally don't use Quora, but I actually will now that you mentioned that. Um, It kind of reminds me of like Reddit. Um, I mean, I, I probably am getting those mixed up. You know, it's like an FAQ thing with Quora, but Reddit is another, now that I'm thinking on the fly, Reddit is another good source for that, for Blog post ideas as well. Just getting involved in those specific threads that have to do with your industry or your niche. Um, There's just tons of different ways that you can find different ideas for blog posts. Um, We'll probably revisit this in a couple of months because who knows, there's probably even more ways that we found out on how to make more blog posts or even podcasts. You know, even that could be an episode in itself. See, I'm just talking out loud and I'm just coming up with different ideas. So, Always be, what's the word? Always have your ears perked up or always, yeah, always stay be proactive because you never know what will happen. <laughs> there it is. Always be proactive. Not the, um, what is it, the pimple remover, but be oh, yeah. proactive <laughs> with an E.
0: The, the, the word in the dictionary, proactive.
1: <laughs> yeah, the dictionary definition. But thank you guys for joining us for episode three. Um, as promised, we will be more
0: consistent proactive, proactive. there you go again <laughs>
1: <laughs> we will be more proactive on releasing more episodes but we will hit you back with the release schedule for sure very shortly but thank you guys for listening again if you have any questions about blogging seo or anything else that comes to mind go ahead and shoot us a dm or tweet at blogger podcast
0: you can also find us at uh, blogger podcast on instagram And also search for us under blogger podcast on Facebook, too. So made it really easy for you guys to find us on social media. And again, as Anthony said, please send us any questions. We'll actually read them on a future episode as well, as well as we would also appreciate if you guys leave us a review anywhere you listen to podcasts and anywhere that you're able to leave reviews, because I believe you can't leave reviews on Spotify, sadly,
1: but No, you can't, even though Spotify invested about $200 million in podcasting over the past couple of years, but whatever.
0: Yeah, so hopefully that changes too, because I think it's really great to be able to to get reviews on there. So again, if you guys leave reviews we will also probably read them on a future episode and it really helps us grow the podcast and really above all we really want this podcast to be heard by most bloggers if not all bloggers that would be really nice but by more bloggers would be great
1: yeah definitely but that being said see you guys next time all right see you